good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 140, the review for Moonfall. Well hello there ladies and gentlemen of the north, south, east and west and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, the Hyperzone55 and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And I know it's been a while since I did my last episode, but honestly in January I just needed some time off man just to recuperate and just do a bunch of nothing. But now that films are starting to pick up again, I was like okay, you know what, I really should get something done. So... I decided to go about and watch Moonfall, the latest film from Roland Emmerich. Now, I will admit I'm not really a fan of his work, save for a couple movies here and there. With Independence Day, I watched that as a kid and I thought it was one of the coolest things ever. I was obsessed with sci-fi and action films as a child and since Will Smith was one of my favorite actors slash musicians at the time, I was like, yo, this has got Will Smith. But also it had Jeff Goldblum in there and I was riding that high from the first two Jurassic Park movies. So it all coalesced in a wonderful way. And even though I have seen that film for its faults as an older individual, I still have a lot of nostalgic love for it. And even though this film sort of pisses me off, The Day After Tomorrow is still kind of fun. But every other film that he has done after that period, which was, you know, for the masses, I found them more and more frustrating, annoying, and just downright dumb. Now I know that these films fall under that category of turn your brain off, loud, proud, popcorn fun, but there is a certain period where, you know, even you can't turn off your brain to some of the illogical foolishness that this guy pushes out. And over the years, if you keep up to date with like you know film discussion and all that, you see Mr. Roland Emmerich making discussions about how he hates the current trend of superhero movies and how they are ruining cinema. But this guy, he does the same thing himself over and over again with, you know, diminishing returns in a lot of cases. And even though this guy will deviate from making large-scale destruction movies to make some sort of historical movie here and there, normally they fail. So when he changes up the genre and doesn't work, he goes back to good old reliable disaster films. And the crazy thing is, he seems to make the same style of disaster films time and time again. Like he's stuck in a zone of his own creation that he never really escaped from, which is really surprising. But you have to admire his dedication to his craft. He makes the same film except with a slightly different setting, slightly different scenario, but with better special effects in most cases. And now we have Moonfall, a film that I honestly didn't give a crap about at all, but because I had a free day, I decided to watch it over the weekend, and all I can say is that it is a Roland Emmerich movie. It has all of his trappings, the good and the bad, but mostly bad. However, at the same time, it feels like it's slightly different from what he's done before as he doubles down on some of the more weird and crazier sci-fi elements to the point where I'm just like, huh, interesting, but at the same time, I wish it was done by someone else. 
But anyway, we'll get into all that in the review. So as per usual, we talk about story, characters, presentation, and the conclusion. So without further ado, we're going to jump in. So the plot for this film can be summed up as the following. So there is a mysterious force out in space that knocks the moon off its orbit and then sends it hurtling towards Earth. So it's down to someone from NASA, a former astronaut and a conspiracy theorist, to band together and tackle this threat before the planet is basically ruined forever. And that is a way for me to summarize the plot for this film without going into the area of spoilers. So after I watched Moonfall and the credits started rolling, honestly, I was a bit lost for words. It was weird. On the one hand, it wasn't nearly as bad as I expected, but at the same time, it wasn't any better either. It was just a very Roland Emmerich movie. Now, your enjoyment of this film will depend on one, how much you like disaster films, and two, how much you like Emmerich's specific brand of disaster films. Now, this one starts out fairly standard, but as the plot progressed, it got a lot stranger and more sci-fi than his previous efforts. It feels like he's doubled down on a lot of the elements of his previous films and created this sort of super amalgamation that's all sorts of silly, weird, absurd and chaotic. And as I was watching some of the specific sci-fi elements play out, I felt like he was definitely drawing on Independence Day and Resurgence as his core points. It almost felt like some of the ideas in this film was what he was wanting to do with the Resurgence series as he was planning to do, I think, was it a couple more sequels after that film? But since Resurgence bombed back in 2016, he decided to take some of those elements and create his own original story. And the crazy thing is, in the midst of all this nonsense, there are some interesting ideas and some of it feels straight out of a comic book, you know, that genre that he hates so much. But he doesn't have the tools to tell a story that has a way of making all of these elements feel cohesive and make it matter to the point where you actually care about what's going on. Because it's just so weird. And while I was at least partially interested enough to see where it went, I couldn't call myself invested, not in any way shape or form all right and now it's time to talk about the characters and you can see that the cast are doing the best that they can with the material that they are given but honestly these people are just there to move the plot along they lack depth and not many of them are really all that likable they're all just okay and the only reason you'll actually like anybody in this film is because you probably like them as the actor and not the character that they're playing Halle Berry she's okay and Patrick Wilson, he's all right. You know, they do what they can and clearly they have like a decent amount of screen chemistry. But again, these characters aren't written in a way where I actually care. And the drama that a lot of these characters go through just feels so artificial. And I'm just like, come on, man. This is some crazy crap that these guys are enduring. And this is the best material you have to work with, Mr. Emmerich and writers? Come on. And then you have John Bradley who plays this conspiracy theorist in the movie, and he was just as annoying as I would have expected from the trailers, except to a degree even worse in the film. He's that overly excited, kooky character that you've seen in a bunch of Roland Emmerich's other previous movies, but even in situations that will require a little bit of tact, a little bit more common sense, he's still there just flailing around saying like dumb obvious things or just inappropriate things. I'm like, shut up, man, please. 
Oh, God. But, yeah, he he did his job, I guess. And Michael Pena, he ends up in this film playing a certain type of douchey character that he's done on a few occasions before, but it's such a thankless role, and I'm just like, ugh, okay. And Charlie Plummer, he was okay. The same with uh, Kelly Yu. Donald Sutherland, I had no clue why the hell he was in this movie. He was barely in it to, you know, count for anything. But, yeah, overall, cast, okay. Now let's move on to the presentation. The main thing that most people watch Roland Emmerich movies for. Visually, this film was insane. I feel like his scale in movies has gotten crazier with every disaster film that he's done. I remember seeing 2012, and at the time, I thought that was pretty hardcore. But then by the time we got to Independence Day Resurgence, the way in which he was filming certain like uh, action sequences, especially in space, the sense of scale was pretty darn good. And one of the things I've always appreciated about action films and sci-fi films is that when you can create a sense of scale in movies where certain structures whether they be buildings or spaceships when you can make things just feel so much larger than they ever could be in real life that is an accomplishment and this guy knows how to do scale very very well and some of the sequences especially during um, the space areas were pretty damn good and the level of detail that they were able to get into the buildings, the destruction, the environmental damage, and some of this crazy stuff going on with space and the moon and some of the debris, it was pretty darn good, I will admit. However, at certain points during the destruction, after a while, it has the same issue that the Transformers movies had, where after a while, it just sort of turns into destructive white noise where you're not really paying attention to a lot of this intricate detail that this film wants to throw at you. It just feels like there is a mountain or an avalanche of chaos just happening at you and you're just letting it wash over you, but you're not really taking it in. It's just all sorts of visual noise. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Destruction's happening. Can we just move on? But also, considering the nature of the destruction in this movie, it's surprising that the Earth didn't come out in a much worse state than it did. And then you have the film score, which was done by a pair who I'm not overly familiar with. Let me just go back and remember those names for a second. Yeah, you have Thomas Wonder and Harold Klosser. And their music, their contribution to the film was fine, but nothing overly memorable. Alright, so now we come to the conclusion. And in the end, Moonfall, I don't hate it. I just feel very indifferent to its existence. If I had to put it in a camp, I'd probably just say, yeah, it'd probably be on the lower end of the spectrum for me. And I could only recommend this to you if you're a fan of disaster movies and Roland Emmerich movies. Because this is a Roland Emmerich movie through and through with all of his standard codes and conventions, cliches and chaos attached from Independence Day to the day after tomorrow to 2012 Independence Day Resurgence and this. You can see all of his elements all play out just in slightly different ways. And <laughs> at times it can be very exhausting and boring. Other times it can be weirdly interesting. But overall, I'm just indifferent to the movie. But if you have seen it, let me know what you think about it in the comment section below or hit me up on Twitter where I'm at Hypersonic 55 or at FilmFocus55. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify and all those other places where you can find podcasts. 
And yeah, this was a short review, but honestly, I didn't really have much to say. <laughs> it was an experience, I will say that. But yeah, that'll do it for another episode of Film Focus. Thank you for listening as always, ladies and gentlemen. And until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out. Peace. Thank you.